So, all right, the shroud, you opened up that can of worms. I wasn't going to go there. Uh, I actually <laughs> I actually penciled it in like on my piece of paper here. Uh, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do that, but I'm going to open it now. Um, what's your take on it? I'm with Gary on that. I lean very strongly that it's very authentic. Um, but I don't put all my eggs in the basket. Even if we didn't have the shroud, if the shroud were not even in the picture, yeah. I think we have a very strong case that for the resurrection. Uh, but I think it's I think it's I think it's legit, and I think it's uh, because uh, of what Gary because a lot of what I learned about from Gary on this um, because what they do and he explained it to me this way what they do the scientists have done that are really setting this in a very critical academic scientific manner is they eliminate what it's not. It's not a painting. It's not this, it's not that what they've decided in what it, where all the arrows seem to point to uh, scientifically on the shroud is that is a, it is very much almost like an X-ray or a gamma ray image. There are two types of radiation that could cause that kind of image x-ray and gamma radiation and these are the two most powerful forms of radiation in the electromagnetic magnetic spectrum and then you take with that all the other ancillary and uh corollary evidence such as the weave of the fabric the uh, pollen that was on the thing the chemical analysis of the limestone that was found on the feet uh the, the manner in which the body was rapidly buried uh, the blood stains, um, that it was blood. Also, one other thing too, I don't know if you've ever heard this, Billy, this is really amazing. It's something I learned from Gary is the sequence of the stains on the shroud, um, were interesting. And basically the blood was first and then the image came hmm. after it. So in other words, the bot, a, a dead body was wrapped, and then this image of this body. In fact, the image can't be seen with the naked eye. The, you can only see it through a photographic negative. So, so yeah, it's, so, it's, so, I lean toward that it's authentic, but I'm not going to put all my eggs in the basket. Yeah, and I think that's obviously you wouldn't put your, you know, all your eggs in the basket on on almost anything. You know, nope. one piece of evidence. We talked about that earlier, but with the shroud, you know, I would agree, right? Like nobody should put all their evidence on it. So if if somebody's somehow has found this podcast and they're not a believer, like Christians are not banking on the shroud as some no. sort of like, this is a make or break it for the resurrection. Um, here's my take on it. So my first introduction to it was like some history channel documentary that I watched <laughs> when I was like in, in high, high school or something. Um, you know, I had no idea the ridiculous nature of the history channel back then, but, <laughs> um, you know, I didn't know this thing has actually been studied for that long. Uh, so when I started to get into the apologetics world and I heard Gary Habermas talk about it and you and some other people, I started to look into it some. So I watched Gary's like hour long lecture on it. Now, of course, that is tip of the iceberg, right? I mean, there's yeah. all that more micro details about it. I haven't done the actual micro detail study about it. I've listened to his lectures. I've listened to some other people talk about it. So here, here's my here's my here's my hang up. All right, I'm gonna, okay. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my pushback, and here's my hang up. <laughs> right, the way I look at things is, it, I'm gonna I'm not a presuppositionalist, but for the sake of this, I'm gonna be a presuppositionalist. Sure. Right. So I believe that since God exists, He strategically gives us things in the time that we need them historically to give us like enough evidence to where we can believe in him, but not like the, let me write my name in the sky so nobody can deny me sort of a thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I believe that like the Dead Sea Scrolls, I think that was absolutely pinpoint 
he gave them at that specific time because it's like right when all that sort of scholarship was ramping up so he can come in and go, look how ridiculous y'all are. Same thing with discovery of the Hittites, you know? So I look at the discoveries that we have, the evidence that we have, God giving it to us in those times. Um, so with the Shroud of Turn, the question I ask myself is, if God is going to give us that type, like that um, category of a piece of evidence, because it's kind of it's kind of like a standalone thing, you know, mm-hmm. why would he give it to us in such a not controversial, but like such a unsure manner, like, like give it to us to where it's like, you know, man, this is like, this is pretty legit. I can't believe that this is actually, actually there. But then the second question I have is why would he even do it when we have this mountain of other evidence that supports, you know, the Bible, Christianity, Jesus, all that sort of stuff. Like why give us this thing that seems so, mystical like like kind of like one of those things you read about in a lord of the rings you know like when i when i read about the resurrection of jesus right now okay well we got inscriptions on ossuaries that talk about jesus and we have you know people being uh crucified in the in the first century so we know crucifixion happened um you know i I see that sort of stuff the pottery and the pottery evidence that you talk Mm -hmm. about on some of your videos and how it it confirms to us you know things that happened in the old testament when they happened that to me is like that's you know that's the evidence that that makes sense it's not all like fanciful and weird but the shroud of turn to me is like why would god give us a piece of evidence that that some sort of like gamma radiation to, to prove that jesus rose from the dead so to me that's like that's my hang up tell me why i'm wrong help me well that's all anecdotal i mean uh, I he, yeah god can do whatever he wants however he wants it and it's not always what we think it's you know but the but the fact of the matter is though billy there are people who don't believe it in fact the, yeah most people don't believe it so even if you could show beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was legitimate there there will still be people who won't believe it so i'm open to so, i'm open to it I don't but know of any. I don't know of any major apologist who uses that as their major argument. But oh, I'll, yeah. I will say, here's how I put it uh, in the category of evidence. It's one of those things that's really hard to explain if you, from a nat- purely naturalistic standpoint, hmm. and all it, it's more of like a pebble in the shoe kind of thing. To use a Greg Kokel term, it's like a what do you do with the shroud of Turin? I mean, I don't put all of my eggs in the basket, but sure. it cannot be explained naturalistically. Um, it's not a painting. Uh, it's not, uh, it can only be, you know, here, here's the thing is that if Jesus, if Jesus was the creator of the universe, if he, he, let me give you, okay, let me, let me give you a little pushback. What, what happened on the Mount of Transfiguration? Yeah. He, he glowed white, right? I mean, he had this huge, his light, face shone yeah. like the surface yeah. of the sun. What does the sun have been coming out of it? Radiation. Mm-hmm. It would kill you if you were near it. So that amount of radiation would kill a human being. But if you're the creator of the universe in a human body, and that human body comes back to life in a, in a, in a piece of cloth, then it's just going to flash, bulb, light the whole thing up, and he's going to just go right through the cloth. So one of the things also that Gary talks about is the um, – the images of the, of the hands on the shroud um, are the bone. You can actually see the bones. They can actually see the teeth in the, in, uh, in the beard, um, the coins on the eyes. Um, Gary actually admitted that, I uh, think a while back, he'd make the case that you could actually make out the actual uh, Pontius Pilate coins. Uh, but, but it's really hard to, to make the case for that. But they are definitely coins. 
and they date from the Roman period. Um, but it's all, all of that is all just um, circumstantial. Uh, there's no way, there's no way to 100% show it to be true. It's all, all I'll say is it's an interesting artifact that can't be explained. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to. But yeah. to your point, though, circumstantial evidence actually it, it can build a very strong case, and even in some sense, can build a stronger case. You know, than I'm not saying eyewitness because of the gospels, but you know, I'm just thinking about like you know, out on the street today. If you talk to ten people who saw something, yeah, their eyewitness testimony maybe versus like a load of circumstantial evidence, like. It's not that the eyewitness is way over the circumstantial evidence because we don't know if we can trust them. They could be liars. They could be uh, making it up. They could have bad memories. They could have it's thought they saw something when they really didn't see something. But all the circumstantial evidence is, you know, it's unbiased. It yeah. just is, right? Let me recommend. So, can I recommend yeah. a book to you on this? Uh, Absolutely. This is, this is something that Gary recommended to me uh, several years ago. I think it was after he came to my house. I, I initially got this crazy thing. That'll be on the History Channel, and then CNN contacted me and wanted me to come on one of their shows where they're going to talk about the Stroud of Turin. So I actually emailed Gary, and I was like, "Hey, Gary, um, I got contacted by CNN, and they're doing this documentary uh, called Jesus Faith Fact Forgery. They're going to talk about the Stroud of Turin and and some uh, relics and artifacts of Christianity." I said, "You need to be on this. I am not qualified. I am not. This is not my thing. This is your thing." He insisted that I should do it. He said, no, Taylor, you do it. You do it. Let me recommend a book to you. So he sent me an article by uh, Jerry Bergeron, and then he, he told me to get the book. And here's the book I want to recommend to you, Billy, and also to people listening to this, if they want to explore this further. This will blow your mind. This book is just amazing. Regardless of what, whether or not you believe this right or not, it's an amazing book. It's called The Crucifixion of Jesus by Frederick Zugby. Z-U-G-B-I-E, I think it is, and get on Amazon. And it is a forensic analysis of the crucifixion by a forensic pathologist. And he's got some things in there on Shroud. And this book will blow your mind. It, it, it gets into the detail, the physiological detail of cruci- Roman crucifixion. And uh, he actually, de- he worked, well, he did some work with cadavers and on crosses and how the the nails would hang in your hand and the pain that what you would actually feel, how many nerve endings were on your forehead, the cat of nine tails, and then describes the image on the shroud. I mean, you just have to read this book. This is the one that, that Gary told me to read before I went on the CNN documentary. And it's called the crucifixion of Jesus by Frederick Zugby. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check that out. I mean, like I said, look, I gave my initial, like kind of like, Mm, baloney meters going off sort of a thing yeah yeah. i have not done the research on it so i'm open to the fact that it could be very convincing um it just seems weird to me uh this sort of piece of evidence it is you know but again this is where um i think as a honest person and as somebody you know this is how everybody should function is like okay this is my feeling now let me look at the facts Right. Let me look at the facts and see. And and like you said, look, it's not something you put all your eggs in one yeah. basket. It's also something that, you know, like I may I may study the evidence and, and go, yeah, I don't know. I'm still not convinced. But that doesn't mean that I think somebody else is dumb for thinking yeah. that it is or sure. even or even like it's, you know, this is one of those pieces of evidence that you could say. I'm not sold that it absolutely is, but maybe I'm like 70 percent that it most likely is. Yeah. 
I think that's okay. So, Billy, what, what are you going to do, when you, well, Billy? What are you going to do when you get to heaven and God says, "I I sent you the shroud and you didn't believe"? <laughs> I say, "Listen, I believe in you for the other stuff. I didn't need, I didn't need everything else. I'm right? just pulling your leg, man. Yeah, I didn't need all that other evidence. I just had blonde face. I gave you the burial cloth of my son and you didn't believe." 